happy, 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 happy hump day. It's Crystal Clear here, your fearless host of More Morgulons. We are going to talk today about the mystery, the mystery of Morgulons. Because even though there are tens of thousands of us who knows? I think, you know, the last study I read that had a population estimate was a 2010 Stryker and Stavely research paper about um, Morgulon demographics. And it said that the Morgulon's Research Foundation estimated about 14,000 families are affected by Morgulons in, um, I guess, the United States, um, which is exceedingly rare uh, in terms of epidemiology. That was 10 years ago. Since then, um, we have had a global pandemic uh, with a, quote, respiratory virus that um, in vitro studies, preliminarily, uh, at least speaking, in some in vitro studies, this virus has been shown to stop replicating when an anti-helminth, anti-worm medication was applied to it, and when an insect repellent chemical, an insecticide, was uh, applied in large doses to it, in vitro, so meaning not in vivo, life is vivo, so in vitro, in the lab, when you put ivermectin and PMD or um, uh, citriodiol on COVID-19 viruses, they stop replicating, stops them in their tracks. So uh, how many people out there now, 10 years later from 2010, when we thought it was around 14,000, how many of us are there now? That's a great question. So, but there's another question that has to be asked before we can answer that question. Um, Who are we? Who are the Morgulon? Or who are the Morgies? Who are the Morgies? And what are the Morgulons? Those are the two central questions that research and um, the medical uh, establishment and higher institutions, academic institutions and the pharmaceutical companies that they have not explored and they have not answered. Who are the Morgies and what are the Morgulons? I have yet to see anything in uh, my research, you know, just online, as I'm sure all of you all are doing once this crazy-ass bullshit starts happening to you and you go to the doctor and they tell you, it's atopic dermatitis or, um, you know, it's uh, all in your head. Or if they're a really good clinician, they might say, uh, looks like it might be scabies Um, because there's really not many things that live under your skin in terms of you know, uh, medical conditions in this country, at least. Um, so anyway, but you know, the fact is if you can't tell us who we are, if there's not any defined clinical diagnostic criteria to be labeled a morgy, and also let's face it, like to have a billing code for insurance, because God only knows how much that we have all spent on absolutely useless and at best questionable medical care. Um, and then also, what are the Morgulons? Are they living or dead? Sorry, I got a gun out of my mouth. That's what we do on hump day, y'all. Um, we, got, we got no ability to answer that question. Are the Morgulons living or dead? Do they come out of us from where they originate inside of us? Or do they come into us from where they originate outside of us? Or both? Um... 
whoa, eating and podcasting is dangerous. I told you all my middle name was danger. All right, let me put the donut down. This is ridiculous. Professionalism. Y'all know how important that is to me. Uh, uh, um, no, it is important to me in the workplace. And actually, I want to tell you a little bit more about my uh, history in my um, nursing career. I became a nurse in 2015. Um, it's sort of a midlife career change for me and a great one, one that I cannot ever express how uh, fortunate, blessed, and passionate I am about. I love nursing. Nursing is an honor and a responsibility that I take with uh, the utmost um, sincere gratitude and seriousness. Um, But my career since 2015 has been uh, in behavioral health, as that's what we now call psych, and um, also in clinical research. So like I think I mentioned earlier in another episode, uh, I used to manage uh, inpatient clinical drug trials. Um, And the specialization of the company I worked for was central nervous system disorders. So uh, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, anything psychiatric, um, bipolar, schizophrenia, depression, etc. So um, my career has also largely focused on pediatric behavioral health. So before I worked in clinical research, I was the director of nursing for a inpatient residential long-term treatment facility for children and adolescents. So just so you know a little bit about my background and my wheelhouse, um, crazy kids, I love them. I just love them to death. And I like research a lot too, because um, I'm a very curious person, um, very analytical person, and um and a very creative person, so I think that that uh, research is an interesting way to, uh, you know, assimilate all those different aptitudes and interests. But um, <laughs> yeah, I just, as a nurse, and as a research nurse, and as a psych nurse, and as a manager, and as a person and a patient, I think that until we are able to say, this is who the Margis are, and this is what the Morgulons are, then quite honestly, you got no fucking business telling anybody who's got shit coming out of their hands, all different colors, out of their own body. You got no fucking business telling them that they are delusional. Excuse me? Uh Uh-uh. No. Um, Okay, like, I'm going to take a quick break, but when I come back, I want to, like, just share with you a couple things that I found online that sort of illustrate why these questions are important and why I don't think they have been sufficiently um, answered. They haven't even been explored, let alone sufficiently answered. Um, But yeah, we will talk about it when I get back. Stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, uh, listen, guys, I just had a weird experience, and I've been having a lot of these really weird kind of experiences, very similar, uh, recently. 
Does any, obviously, you know, Morgulons makes you hyper vigilant about uh, insects and your skin and your body and all that stuff. I mean, who wouldn't feel that way if all of a sudden there was inexplicable shit like hemorrhaging out of their pores? But um, even with that, and even with the fact that it is still hot as hell in Georgia, and there's still bugs flying around, um, a bug just flew into my mouth and down my throat. And the other day, a bug flew into my eye, in the inner corner of my eye, and stung me. And I, there was like a white, like serous, there was like a white, like pussy fluid, and then a serous fluid, serous means clear, um, coming out of it. And then it just like spontaneously healed and was fine in, you know, just a couple of minutes. But, um, like, it just seems like bugs are dive bombing me. It's like a fucking blitzkrieg over here. And I just, you know, I was always like mosquito bait my whole life because there's something just about really sweet, beautiful women being mosquito bait. Um, but yeah, lately I just feel like these really tiny flying insects are just attacking me out of nowhere in really aggressive ways. Um, have no idea if that's related to morgulons, but I'd be really interested to uh, learn if any of you all have experienced anything like that, or if I am, in fact, losing it. Um, anyway, eating bugs now, and um, swallowing worms, so I added a whole new source of protein to my diet. Um, anyway, the other thing that happened was that I came to my back door where I... So all my keys were still hanging in out of the lock and the door was open several inches. And I guess that since I'm still alive and I haven't been axe murdered since I walked into the house, um, I guess that is one example of what they call brain frog and short-term memory loss. Um, speaking of symptoms of morgulons, I was reading today on the University of what was it? Oklahoma? Uh, I believe, yeah. So Oklahoma State University Center for Health Sciences. This is the only uh, higher education institution that I know of that is studying Morgulon's disease. Um, on their webpage, though, they have something that says uh, Morgulon's disease. It is a multi-symptom disease that is currently being researched at the OSU Center for Health Sciences. Morgulon's disease is frequently misdiagnosed as delusional parasitosis. Oh, believe me, we know. Or obsessive picking disorder. Obsessive picking disorder. That's a good one. That's a really good one. You guys just made that up like on the spot, didn't you? Yeah, psychiatry. You got to love it. Um, what about excessive asking too many questions disorder? I think that's what we all have, huh? Maybe we should just take an antipsychotic, lay down, and just let these bugs eat us alive. Um, no. <sighs> Morgulon's disease. Symptoms. All right, so we could say that if this is the only academic institution researching Morgulon's disease, then we should you know, pay attention to what their diagnostic criteria are. And here they are. Spontaneously erupting skin lesions. Can't argue with that, man. Cannot argue with that, man. My question there would be how many times? One time? Um, you know, like it would be helpful to have a description of the skin lesions. Do we know if there's uniformity amongst them? Because all the pictures I've seen online, all y'all's lesions look a whole hell lot like mine. Um, so that would be interesting to know. Sensation of crawling, biting on and under and under the skin. Um, I definitely have had sensations of crawling, had itching in the beginning, none since then. When I thought I had the scabes, um, I was so itchy. 
Um, but they gave me a steroid shot, which would not be a great uh, treatment for scabies, but that's a whole other story about my battle with urgent care. That I won. Yes. Um, but anyway, y'all know what it's like in the doctor's office. Y'all know what it kind of brain damage occurs there. Um, but the biting on and under the skin, I, I don't know where it's biting me from. On, under, within. I have no clue and I don't care. All I know is that it's like a stinging, biting, stabbing. Uh, yeah, stinging, biting, stabbing. Uh, so I would say that the creepy crawly, I think in medical terms, that's called formication. Um, and uh, puritis would be itching in medical terminology. Um, so... I don't know if the sensory perception stuff is necessarily to me a major category of diagnostic criteria, but it certainly should at least be a minor criteria. Uh, appearance of blue, black, or red fibers and granules beneath and or extruding from the skin. So yeah, I definitely get that. Mine are not really extruding from the skin. They're hemorrhaging. You know, it comes in waves, like some shit will happen. And then uh, all of a sudden, you know, it's like all over me and I'm just, you know, you know, y'all know how it is. It's like, I don't, I don't ever use my nails to scratch myself anymore because I ain't trying to make shit worse, you know, but I'll push on it. I'll rub it. Like if I see a bunch of black shit under my palms, I'll start rubbing it out. And most of the time it'll start coming out. Sometimes you don't even have to rub it. It's just, it's just like, it's almost like it's like seeping up to the surface. Um, I don't see any mention here of the hexagon colored confetti things that come out that, are reflective and colored. They're like a metallic color. And then I also have had this very strange thing with these blue and blue and silver. It's like silver on one side, blue on the other side. Um, uh, I don't know what they are. Like they look like foil. I don't know how else to say it. They look like foil. Some of them, I've seen one that was silver on both sides and they all have these two marks like in the middle of them. Um, just sort of like indentations. I mean, they'll, you can stand them up on the, uh, like, you know, dresser counter or something like once they come off of you, out of you, because that's the kind of, I mean, they're, they're like foil. I don't know how else to explain it. Okay. I know it sounds crazy, but I'm not making it up. And if you don't believe me, I got pictures and video. So, um, anyway, yeah, I would maybe adjust that a little bit. Um, this, this one, but I would definitely say that any diagnostic criteria of Morgulons must include as the major central diagnosis, the presence of Morgulons. How can you be a Morgie if you don't have Morgulons? Okay. You got to have weird shit coming out of your skin. And I, as a nurse do not know of many things, uh, in especially the United States that cause anything that looks like a bug or a string or a piece of fucking aluminum foil to come out of your skin. So that's definitely a Morgulon and that definitely makes you a Morgi, all other criteria aside, as far as I'm concerned. Unless it doesn't cause you problems. If it doesn't cause you any functional impairment, you're like, man, this is so cool. Well, then you don't have a problem, do you? So you don't need to be treated and you're okay. Um, I guess, <laughs> as long as you don't drop dead one day. Um, but yeah, we don't know anything. So fatigue. Um, you know, this one, I'm not sure about that I've experienced, but I know a lot of people have. I do think I am a little bit more tired, but I can't tell if that's like a physical thing or just being exhausted because of the mental, like, you know, t toil of, you know, just being, never knowing what's going to happen next. Um, and having all this mystery uh, surrounding your life and your body and your health. 
Um, Short-term memory loss. Well, I told you the story about the keys in my open door. Okay, I'm going to check on that one. Attention deficit bipolar or obsessive compulsive disorders. (sighs) Um, Okay. So here's something that is a little bit odd to me. They're saying that Morgulon's disease causes attention deficit bipolar or obsessive compulsive disorders. Well, let's break this down a little bit. Attention deficit disorder. I'm sorry. And please, if this offends you, it is not meant to offend anyone. Attention deficit order is not a disease, okay? It's something that like the old white dudes that write the DSM came up with to sell stimulants to children and adults because the pharmaceutical industry makes a lot of money off of psychiatric uh, conditions, disorders as they call them. Um, I'm not saying that children and adults don't have problems with attention or hyperactivity. I'm just saying that there ain't no like scientific attention deficit disorder. Like there's not, it's not a physiological illness um, and it's highly questionable whether uh, kids need to be like, you know, put on enough speed to kill a hell's angel biker, um, you know, by the time they're in the third grade. Don't know if that's a good idea. Um, but yeah, just, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I think that this is a symptom of Morgulans. Bipolar, bipolar. Um, bipolar disorder is just not something that suddenly occurs in the absence of psychotropic um, medication in an otherwise normal, healthy adult. I don't think that you just wake up one morning having mania and clinical depression episode. I mean, this is just, to me, I, people throw around these like psychiatric diagnoses like it's just, you know, candy and everybody can have one. Um, I don't think that's a good thing. I don't think that's healthy and I don't think that helps. I don't think being labeled with a stigmatizing diagnosis um, is necessarily helpful to people, even if they feel better about it because it sort of relieves them of feeling the guilt and shame about their problems of living and um, managing emotions and coping uh, that we all have. Uh, again, not trying to like undermine anybody who identifies with that label or diagnosis, because I know your pain and suffering is is real, is very real, and um, and it's not a matter of <coughs> like willpower or character or anything like that. But um, but I also don't think that any of those fucking drugs that they prescribe for that um, does anything but but harm you. Um, in the long run. But, uh, but you know, if it helps you, it's your life, it's your body, do it. You know, um, that's just my opinion. You don't have to agree with me, right? We're civil adults here in America, America. Uh, uh, not that there's many civil adults left in America, at least on television these days, but I know we're out there. We're still out here. We're still here. Um, or obsessive compulsive disorders. What, what, what kind? You mean like washing your hands when fucking black shit and foil comes out of them? What do you mean? Like uh, vacuuming your floor like 13 times a day because you got a fucking worm like fucking gangbang going on on the kitchen floor? You know? No. No. I just reject this. I'm sorry. I don't like that. I don't like the conflation. Obviously, there are neuropsychiatric symptoms that evolve out of the experience of having Morgulons, and there may be a pathophysiological process going on that that also, you know, plays a part in and... Um, elucidates every part of that process of, of pathology, but 
come on, let's be honest. I, Oklahoma State, I'm, I'm a little bit, <laughs> I'd love to hear y'all's thoughts on that. But impaired thought processing, brain frog, y'all know all about my brain frog. Depression and feelings of isolation. Again, <laughs> when you guys can't even tell us whether or not this fucking shit is contagious, you're telling me that a symptom of Morgulons is isolation. Maybe some people that are isolating are just trying to be socially responsible and are scared about contaminating or infecting, infesting other people around them, um, which, bless your heart, you know, I, if you are feeling that way and you're isolating because of it, I would just say that, um, you know, casual contact, going out and all that stuff, like, I, I highly doubt that it's, um, I highly doubt that that's an irresponsible thing to do, just based upon how small uh, we think the numbers are of people who have this. If it were that contagious, then um, you'd be having, you know, a million people with, it'd be like COVID, you know. Um, but anyway, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm a nurse. I'm not God. Uh, but, but yeah, I would just say that um, depression and isolation, uh, duh. And I would also say that any um, disfiguring illness, whether it be leprosy or cancer or whatever, um, a bad surgery, botched surgery, whatever, that's always going to cause depression and um, isolation. And I don't think that it's helpful or uh, I, don't think it, I don't think it expands our knowledge of Morgulons to include like vague bullshit, obvious bullshit like that. Uh, sorry, Oklahoma State University. I really appreciate the research you're doing. I just think that this is kind of uh, intellectually flimsy and... I don't know, just kind of let down by this. Um, so it, and then it says, who? Adults and children are equally affected by the disease. Uh, I'd love to see the research that underpins that statement. Uh, individuals and families can experience symptoms of the disease while other members are unaffected. It is not known at this point if the disease is contagious or inherited. Uh, I can tell you for sure mine is not inherited. It was an acute uh, onset uh, after my ex-boyfriend had an acute onset of a skin rash, itchy skin rash, and then my best friend Tom, 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 Tom about a month later also had. So it, it really looks like scabies. And to this day, I do not know if it was scabies and that vector is actually a vector of disease and we hadn't previously known this or if it's a vector for other vectors or, you know, no clue. Because I think all three of us also had COVID because my ex worked at uh, a South Korean company, large multinational, South, lots of South, uh, Koreans that worked at this company and traveling back and forth right around, you know, the time, February, March, whatever. And um, yeah, I mean, none of us could get tests, not even me as a nurse because Georgia is uh, fucking stupid. Um, but yeah, we, uh, pretty sure we all had COVID, mild cases, mild cases. But um, anyway, um, and then it says multiple members of a family can have symptoms. Uh, where most cases in the United States are from specific geographic regions of California, Texas, and Florida, though all 50 states have had reported cases. I always wonder about this. Who are they reporting to? Are they reporting to the CDC? Are we talking about the Morgan Research Foundation? Um, where are these numbers coming from? Where's this data coming from? Like, I, I want some footnotes, Oklahoma. Sorry. Um, Oklahoma has reported numerous probable cases. Okay. Uh, it has been reported worldwide in places such as Europe, South Africa, Japan, the Philippines, Indonesia, and Australia. Um, what all those places have in common to me is that I don't see any, I guess you could say the Philippines and Indonesia were sort of more in the developing countries category, but 
those are other nations and continents, uh, Europe and Australia, are pretty uh, developed and wealthy uh, places. So that's an interesting note, if true. When the name Morgulon's disease, and I know some of you are probably being driven absolutely fucking bonkers by the fact that I'm saying Morgulon's. I don't think that's really how you say it, but that's the way I like to say it. Um, it's based on the description of a similar fiber-producing condition found in children by Sir Thomas Brown in 1674. Microscopic drawings dating from 1682 by Dr. Michel et appear to be similar to the fibers from present-day sufferers. Um, was the microscope invented by then? Uh, I guess it was. Uh, was it? 1682. I've got to look that up. There's no evidence giving preference to one season being a more likely time to contract the disease. Well, that's interesting since you're saying that all these hot coastal regions like Texas, Florida, and California are, um, you know, the hotbeds in the United States. So that's interesting. Uh, there are patients who have claimed to have had the symptoms for as long as two decades. Most were diagnosed with delusional parasitosis and or obsessive picking of the skin. Medical research, I'm sorry, y'all, that have been suffering for two decades and were turned away with this bullshit, uh, your delusional story, because we don't know what the hell it is. Um, I'm sorry. Just personally, for me to you. I am so sorry. And you are a strong, amazing person for still being here today listening to this podcast. Uh, medical research started in earnest in 2005 at Oklahoma State University Center for Health Sciences in Tulsa by Randy Wymore, PhD. Dr. Randy, you're a hero amongst the Morgies, Randy. Why? There are doctors who believe it is related to an infectious agent, perhaps in the same family as that which causes Lyme disease. There is no evidence to prove this theory at the present time. When the hell was this written? I think we do have some evidence. Um, the study I mentioned earlier from 2010, at least, attention needs to be drawn to Morgulon. So one, doctors will become informed and make accurate diagnoses. Two, insurance companies will cover medical expenses. Um, and three, major government organizations, the CDC, for example, will pay attention and start funding research. Um, yeah, that's a strange order to put those things in. But um, <coughs> I will tell you my theories about... Um, research and funding on another episode. Uh, but I have some good ones. How? There is no definitive understanding of how the disease is transmitted. There is no conclusive evidence showing whether it is contagious. Some families have had only one member who is affected even after long exposure, while other families report multiple sufferers. A cure will be pursued when enough research is done to find its cause. Um, you can help by contributing time, money, and resources. We're doing it, people. We're doing it. Spreading accurate information and combating ignorance about the disease. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? Spreading accurate information and combating ignorance about the disease. We don't have accurate information. Combating ignorance about the disease. How, what do we combat it with? Our own ignorance? <sighs> Research. Morgulon's disease, a little known and often discounted illness, lacks the solid scientific data needed to point to a definitive cause. Yeah, we can tell. Uh, questions. Preliminary evidence suggests that Morgulon's disease is not delusions of parasites. Okay, good. At least we've got that down. It is one disease. Is it one disease or a complex syndrome? Um, that is a good question. Is the cause of lesions biological, environmental, or genetic? Let's put um, all three because I can almost guarantee you it's all three. How do we cure the disease or give relief to sufferers? Um, first of all, stop marginalizing us and telling us we're delusional. That would be extremely helpful. Um, in the CDC's A to Z disease index, please add something to M. It's called Morgulons. Um, possible causes, a viral, parasitic, fungal, bacterial, environmental contamination. I don't really know what that means, environmental contamination. Uh, well, okay. 
Uh, maybe like radiation or something. <sighs> research steps. A scientific advisory board directs research steps as we progress in our studies. We initiate controlled, detailed studies of mortal sufferers. After approval by the Human Subjects Institutional Review Board, samples will come directly from patients in a clinical setting. That's good. We look for any new or unusual specimens in the slowly healing lesions by collecting specimens from known sufferers. Once received, the samples are de-identified so that they are anonymous to researchers and faculty, and the samples from patients are analyzed for unusual microbial organisms. I would like for y'all to put my name all over that foil thing and be like, Look at what came out of this crazy bitch. Because um, it is amazing. I it, it really, it shocked the fucking hell out of me when that shit happened. Anyway, PCR, polymerase chain reaction, is used to amplify DNA, followed by DNA uh, sequence analysis. The unusual fibers are analyzed chemically using spectroscopic techniques to determine the composition. So has anyone done that? Has anyone done that? I saw one study that said it was keratin and collagen. I saw another study that said that it was unidentifiable. And, and essentially indestructible, impervious to basically any heat or chemical means of um, destruction, which is insane. Like that, that right there is like, okay, are, are we all going to be called to the mothership? I don't even. Um, and then another person saying it's just keratin and collagen somehow that's been like deranged by something somehow. Uh, sorry, dude. I kind of don't believe that one. I mean, I just, that, hmm. Really? If it's that obvious, then how come the CDC did not find that? How come, uh, you know, Mr., uh, you know, the guy, uh, Stryker, didn't find that? I, I just, how come the FBI couldn't identify these things? If it's just uh, tissue that is, you know, aberrant, just like, you know, if you have a biopsy done of a tumor, it's going to be human um, cells. It might look a little weird, you know, but it's still going to be pretty obvious. How could so many people look at these things and say, we have no idea. And by the way, how does my collagen and keratin turn into foil? Um, but you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'd love to see that research reproduced. That's the, you know, that is science when you can reproduce results over and over again. Uh, don't think anybody is bothering to, and that pisses me off and we're going to change that. Vision and goals, research goals, tissue bank and specimen and repository at OSUCHS. Where are we on this centralized collection site for samples. Um, I don't really know why it has to be centralized. Uh, cataloging of Morgulon's related specimens. Yes, we need a taxonomy, people. Storage for future studies. Um, unfortunately, I think there's going to be plenty of like subjects around. I don't think you need to store anything. you got a whole, I got a factory going over here. Um, epidemiology of Morgulon's disease. Patient registration on OSU server. Formal epidemiological studies initiated at OSU SCHS. Collaborate with public health officials and other universities. Biomedical research, microscopic chemical and spectroscopic analyses. Survey of microbi- microbiological populations. Explore possible links with environmental or genetic factors. Uh, yeah, why don't we have, hey, how many of y'all have done 23andMe? I know I've done it. They told me that I was like 50% Neanderthal. I was like, yeah, I knew I was special. I didn't know it was going to be that. But um, yeah, I mean, how many guys have done the consumer genetic uh, sequencing? Why aren't we, why aren't we putting these in a repository? Let's see what the hell's going on with this. Um, and identify the cause of Morgulon's disease. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, clinical goals, improve the quality of life of Morgulon's sufferers. Uh, that would be nice as well. Diagnostic evaluations, treatment of associated symptoms, partner with mental health professionals, organizations to participate in treatment. You know what? If you get rid of the Morgulons, I don't think we have the mental health problems anymore. Um, offer hope for the future, reduce number of suicides. Um, and we know about suing the other side now. We just class action our way to life. 
and uh, refined the case definition, uh, increased physician participation observations. Yeah, um, when I come into your office stating that there's shit coming out of my skin, could you, like, look at me, like, at all, at my skin? Could you possibly do that, or are you just going to type on that computer and... um, write up some slanderous bullshit about my mental health when you don't know shit about me. Um, I don't know if they're doing that, but let's just assume they are because as a psychiatric nurse, I can pretty much tell you, yeah, they are. Um, I didn't even bother like going to a doctor once I realized that what I had was not scabies. As soon as I realized this was Morgan lines, I was like, okay, well I'll save my money. Um, Educational goals, public education about Morgulon's disease. We have nothing to tell them, but when we do, I guess we will. Disseminate future clinical information to the public. Hey, just let me know what it is, and I'll be happy to spread it. Educate public health officials. Disseminate information to city, county, state, CDC officials. Continuing medical education of physicians, research, treatment, seminars. We should do that, guys. Annual conference for presentation of research and clinical progress. So is this happening? I want to learn more about this. If you all know more about this, please, please, please feel free to comment, share information. Um, You know, this is all extremely new to me. I don't know if it's new to you or if you're one of those um, godforsaken people who's been suffering for decades and still surviving. God, God bless you. Um, But, you know, this is something that is like nobody is like sitting around, you know, eating donuts on a Wednesday going, you know what? Any day now, I'm probably going to get a mysterious alien illness that hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price Go to your happy price, Priceline. Do you know what I'm grateful for today? Do you know what I'm grateful for today, Morgies? I'm grateful to be a part of a community. Morgulons may cause you to isolate yourself and no one judges that we only feel compassion for you because we know how difficult loneliness is we all do we are all alone in this together we are the morgies what pep talk pep talk pep talk give it to yourself give it to yourself give it to yourself all right crystal clear here stay tuned Thank you.